Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from Miami's Eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. Your channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon. So you may do it meantime, put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our lovely channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. So we have another X Hammer. I think it's probably Ellie, probably like our fiftieth or something ridiculous like that since lockdown. Oh. Um, it's it's Elliot Ward. Hi Elliot, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. As best as can be expected. How how's do you in this crazy world we live in now? I'm a supplier teacher. Um, well, I say that my, my wife does a lot of it, and then I, I kind of creep in and, and help out. Um, still training and playing, so that's that's good. Keeping yeah. active, um, just not coaching at the minute because we we'll coach at Chelmsford Academy, but the school's not back in, so oh, yeah. I'm missing that. But trying to keep busy and um, stay positive. Yeah. Isn't it? That's, that's all you can do, isn't it? It's that's all you can do, to be honest, yeah. at the moment. But uh, and, and you know, the, the good the good news, obviously, with a West Ham hat on, is 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 West Ham are doing all right at the moment. So I'm quite happy. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I don't think I could cope with the pandemic and us having a relegation battle. So it's quite nice. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure the West Ham fans hope it goes on for a bit longer, just so yeah. uh, can stay in the top four. But no, they've been brilliant this year. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. It's been good, and 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 for those of you, because obviously we get lots of different people, different age groups who who watch, and obviously the the more experienced fans, not even experienced, but obviously you know, Elliot played for us around sort of the early early to mid two thousands, um, and and was integral in the two thousand and four five promotion season, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but I mean, El made twenty one appearances, I think first team appearances for the club, an academy graduate coming through from the the youth ranks, so to speak, um. And and yeah, you had a yeah, you had some funny characters around that time as well. So it was it was a good time to to play for <laughs> play for West Ham. Yeah. We've, had, we've had a few of them on here as well, so it's yeah, quite yeah. good. <laughs> but what we do is we go right at the beginning, El. So in terms of West Ham and starting at West Ham and obviously going through sort of the youth team a little bit like that. Why West Ham? Was it was was West Ham the only club there available when you joined, or was there others no. sniffing around? No, not at all. Um, 
I was at Watford um, when I was 12 um, and I was there for two years. But within the two years, you got to remember, I'm quite a big lad. So as a kid, I was bigger than everyone, which was obviously a positive for me. But um, in terms of me and developing, it wasn't going so well in, in terms of developing at Watford. So I should have been playing a year up at least. Yeah. Um, to help that out and it didn't happen and for whatever reason so my dad was yeah inspector cluso really i he knew everything that was going on behind the scenes he knew that i had these clubs after me i didn't know anything um we, he told us he told me he said would you know we're going to leave because you need to progress yeah and i understood so you know i agreed um it was the old wimbledon they were one uh fulham um, and West Ham. So Fulham and West Ham were the main ones. Yeah. So I basically went to train with them, um, with both teams. Um, enjoyed Fulham, enjoyed West Ham, and come to decision time. Yeah. Now, Fulham had just lost out on signing my next, my older brother, Scott. Yeah. Um, he went to Luton instead. And um, Fulham offered me a five year contract at 14. Wow. And West Ham offered me a two year scholar. Yeah. Um, and I chose West Ham. Yeah. So, it, and the reason I chose it because the coaching was brilliant. So I, sure. I enjoyed the training more. Um, feels strange to say, but if I felt at home straight away, I was in a new group of lads, but they, you know, they took, they took me um, on their wing and into the group very well. And, I, I liked the training more. That was that simple. Um, yeah. Paul Heffer was the coach and he was amazing. So I chose a two-year scholar over a five-year deal, which was a guaranteed professional contract. Um, and that was a decision at 14. I made that decision, not my dad, not my mum and dad, sorry. Yeah. My, my brothers didn't really have too much influence. Um, I chose it as a 14-year-old knowing what I wanted really um, luckily my dad again behind the scenes had agreed that if things went well then I would get my pro contract yeah. off within the year or so and the first year went well um, so I knew by the time I left school that my pro contract was there um, wow so that was good uh, it you know is for me I didn't know it initially so yeah. It's not like I went in thinking, oh, I've, I've done it, I've made it. I've got yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. I still had to work hard. And within that first year, I was playing in the reserves. Um, and back then, it was a proper reserve team full of mm -hmm. first players, mm -hmm. um, experienced players. So at 15, I was already doing that. I was training with the first team on odd, odd occasions. Um, even then, 15-year-old playing in the under-19s with Tony Carr was quite rare. So... Yeah. I made some good strides in the first year, so yeah, that's how it started, and it went on from there. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 it, as you said, yeah, because if it, if it was the other way around and your dad didn't told you that you know there was a sort of pro contract, it's almost you still had the carrot and the stick, didn't it? You know, you, you yeah. could do it, but he was, yeah, that must have been a, yeah, I can imagine. Otherwise, yeah, as you said, you could have, you know, if you could have been at Fulham and you know got five year contract, then you sorted, and you ah, you know, in, in terms of progressing, you wouldn't have progressed 
arguably because you could have, you know, didn't think, I don't know, you know what I mean? Uh, but it just seems, it seems, yeah, it seems, uh, and obviously it was a gamble worth taking, you know, in terms of obviously right. joining West Ham, Tony Carr and all that, all that malarkey. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was, um, like I said, there were, there was good people there, good coaches, mm. um, Paul Heffer, Peter Braybrook, Tony Carr. Yeah. Above that, Roger Cross, um, Roger, Roger, yeah. obviously at that time. And then Harry and, and Frank, um, in charge so throughout the club there was some big names and there's all yeah got big good football names weren't it all big football yeah. names and stuff for your development and as you said you know as i said being you know 15 year old occasionally getting you know get, getting the getting the call up into the into training with the first team with that team at the, as it was at the, at the time it was a bit of a yeah it was a bit of a golden period really for west ham that was um that must have been as you know as a 15 year old you're thinking fuck i've done the right thing here you know <laughs> You know, you're training with these first teamers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of that at that stage was to do with Glenn Roda. So yeah. um, I remember when I first trained with the first team, I was I was already in the club ready for to be sub for the reserves. Sure. At the training ground. Gotcha. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was in the canteen and <laughs> Glenn came in and said, you train with the first team. Um and then you get a few of the boys saying, make sure you kick him and stuff like that. But, and uh, that, but it was it was great. I think I trained with the first team. Um, and I think I played right back, basically. Yeah, I was right back in a, in a, in a game and whatever and, and um, got some good and bad feedback from Harry at the time. Um, I think I didn't cross the ball and I, I, there was no one there. So and I was like, there was no one there for me and whatever. And he's like, just put it in the box. So straight away you learn. Um, yeah. After Shaka took a shine to me as well. Um, and then you know, we we become quite tight from there. And yeah. Yeah. So I didn't feel phased by it. It was, um, nah. I'm the youngest of four boys. So I. Of course. Yeah. With your brothers as, as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's, yeah. You can't really. I've been around that environment. Yeah. Such a long time from a from a from a kid, um, yeah. and then that's why that's where Glenn comes in because Glenn was at Watford, and yeah. I was always around my brother's first team dress, dressing room, training ground, and he was always there. So the link was there. Um, yeah, probably why he picked me. So yeah. lucky he was there. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it, I think it's uh, there is always a percentage there with luck and then there's but it's a set of hard work as well isn't it you know there's there's, there's lots of people but as you said you're in the right place at the right time and and obviously you know then 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 obviously you know we went out and loaned a couple of times and then obviously the the, the 0405 season came along mm-hmm. um which is what guaranteed most people remember you for because obviously you know you weren't in the team we had obviously christian and we had malky a couple of injuries and then that back end of the season you come in and you and Anton are like that and then undefeated all the way, mm. <laughs> all the way. From, you know, firstly, it must have been because obviously with, with, with Christian and with Malky and obviously being out on loan a couple of times, you, you know, you must have thought, oh, am I, am I going to get in the, what's going to ha- what's going to happen? Because you had these two, you know, stalwarts really, Malky Mackay and Christian yeah. Daly. And then, if in the space for a little while, that's it. You're you're in the first team for for the the rest of that that season, the rest of that season from about March time onwards, weren't it? Um, 
why why did it click with Anton straight away? How did it? What? What? Because it's literally he's like you know considering like you know Anton had been playing you know it just it was just like right okay that's it and we just didn't look back as a club from that last period onwards. It was just no. mental. Yeah. Um, I think what how it worked is um, the season before Pardew came in. Yeah. And I was injured, so I had a big back operation. So yeah. for the season we got relegated from the Premier League, um, I was meant to then start the season yeah. under, under Glenn. And we had a pre-season game and, and uh, I hurt my back and ended up having to have surgery. So so th- there you go. So I've already lost out on starting the yeah. season, making my debut at 18, whatever. Um, then the manner changes, Pardew comes yeah. in and Roger Cross was still at the club. Yeah. So Roger had said, look, Wardy, give him another year. He deserves, you know, get over his injury. Otherwise, I was out of contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Pards kept me involved. I travelled the first team. I was doing basically, uh, I was an analyst Yeah. at the game. So I'd be in the gantry. I'd be pressing corners. And I'd be doing all sorts. And back then, it's a bit different to now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pressing buttons I'm not sure about. And um <laughs> Just make you know doing an analysis for the for the game. Yeah. Um, playoff final happens. I say to the manager, look, uh, the Palace one. Yeah. I go to see the manager. I said, look, I wasn't in the squad, but I said I want to travel. I want to be with, with the team. I feel like I will be involved in these games in the future. Yeah. So I want to gain experience now. I want to come. It's like yeah, yeah, no problem get to the ground I don't travel with the team but I, I get to Cardiff and I'm halfway around the stadium I'm nowhere near the, the team um so I thought okay well, you know that's a slight indication anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um then the next season happens pre-season goes fine um I say fine I got left out in a pre-season game and it was a bit, a bit of a punishment um so he told me as well. And I went on loan. Yeah, I went on loan to Peterborough. Yeah. Didn't play a game. Basically just trained. I was sub once. Uh, more a reserve player. Sure. player. Bobby Gould was there. Um, who looked after me well, though. He looked after me really well. Yeah, uh, probably the last guy. Yeah, and then I came back. Played Southend. That was my actual debut in the in the Cup. Yeah. We won. Um, I was sub. Me and Trent McClanahan were sub alternate games basically and then i went to bristol rovers in december time guaranteed guaranteed to play yeah early. <laughs> sub every game yeah I come, I come on in midfield once or twice um that was about it i go back i go back in january and then the mm. manager says also um talkie want you on loan mm. Teddy was at a club. I said, Teddy, like, I don't want to go. I, yeah. I don't want to go. Um, I've just been on loan. It's not worked out. I feel good. I'm training well. I feel like I can do something. Mm. Same feelings I had before, but sure. when you're younger, um, it gets overlooked sometimes. Sometimes, I mean, that they had, we had a good squad. So it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go and get games, you know, see how the team goes. Anyway, so talking um, come about. Teddy's like, well, tell him you don't want to go. So I went to see the manager. So I don't, I don't want to go. It's just, I don't want to go. I've been online a few times. It's not worked out. I don't want to go talk here. Yeah. 
He said, well, look, I don't expect you to be in the team within the next few weeks. I said, that's fine. I, I don't see myself going to Torquay. I don't want to go. Sure. Fast forward a few weeks, I'm in the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So it just proves how quickly it changes. Um, mm. Obviously, I gained good experience on the loans that didn't work still. I, I still was involved in games. Um, sure. But we had read in a way, and he didn't start me in a manager. He put me on the bench, and and I think he'd come out after and said he regretted that. Um, I think Dave Kitson had a bit of a, uh, a good time against us. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I started on the Tuesday. He brought me on up front with Teddy um, just to get me some minutes on the pitch. Yeah. Um, you don't realise at the time, but, you know, it was just to help me out and in the environment. And and then I start Tuesday night crew at home and that was it. That was well, it. We drew to all. They, they got a late goal. I think we, we played Leicester three days later. So it wasn't like I had a game every Saturday. It was like Tuesday, Friday on yeah. that first week. And then I think the week after that was Wigan away. Yeah, I think so. Um, we won two nil. So, and then it was Burnley away. We stayed up, beat them one nil, and then it was, it was just we we're just on a roll. Relentless, weren't it? Yeah, and going back to the Anton Anton thing, I joined at fourteen. Anton was here. Um, yeah. We we played well together in the first team because we knew exactly exactly how each other played. So it wasn't sure. like a, I wasn't a new signing for him, yeah. and it was the other way around. As we knew mm-hmm. each other. Um, inside out and we knew each other's strengths and weaknesses and um there was no settling in period um i think previous times that in terms of schoolboys, we didn't always play together mm. um i was either playing up or he was playing up or whatever and um i think before we we gelled in the first team mm. i think mean, he had a, a slight tough period in the first team. Um, he played at right back, which is not his position, mm. and things like that. And the club as a whole had a bit of a sticky period, and yeah. we were expected to be in the top six. So <laughs> I I didn't feel any different. I knew the team, I knew the squad. I've been around it for a long time. Of course. I felt like I deserved to be in the team. Um, and I didn't think anything more of it than going to play football and winning games. And yeah. And we done that, and the, the the squad was really tight, really yeah. tight. Um, and I think that I said I can see easy to say now, but it's probably something the team needed. Me and me and Anton were a little bit of um, I don't know, just a little bit of oomph we needed. Just to yeah, push. no, I get that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. At that time, where you know it was, we either break into the top six or we fade away. Um, yeah. So it is, football's about timing um, yeah. and the time was right and obviously it, it went well. It was. And as we said, you know, we went, went on this crazy unbeaten run all the way up, including all the playoff semifinals. And then you get, we get to, back to Cardiff. And as you said, you were last year, yeah, 12 months before you were in Cardiff, around the other side of the stand, yeah. you know, and then this one, you like walking out. Now, as a, as a, as a player, what's it like? For a playoff, because obviously a playoff final, you know, for a fan, it's like ninety minutes, and then we're in the Premier League. Mm. Um, for a club, you know, it, uh, from a operations perspective, you know, it's it's a hundred and fifty, two hundred million pound game. Really, that's what that's what that's what they sort of oh, sit yeah. down as. Yeah. What yeah. about the player? What about you as a player, man? What's it like? What's it like? Or just another game? Just another game. I think what we learned from the year before 
is um it is another game yeah yeah but the year before we wore suits we done yeah. I was modeling for MS. Like, yeah, we did. Yeah, you did, we did the, um, yeah, the old, video as well. <laughs> so, you know, and then we had a meeting. It was like, it's just another game. We wear tracksuits, we'll turn up and we play the game and hopefully we win, obviously. But it was just, we treated the same. Um, because the year before, it probably got built up a bit too much. Mm. Um, not saying that's why the boys lost, but just too much noise you, you don't need to really carry into a big game and so we just treated it like another one um we turned up we got to cardiff normal stuff we we had dinner together the manager said if you want a glass of wine it's fine um and it was just for me just another night at the hotel preparing yes. my family the night before work mm -hmm. i didn't sleep that well because I was <laughs> I was too excited. Yeah. It was it was just um it was just the way it was. We watched the League One playoff the day before, whatever, and you just think we're we're there tomorrow, Millennium yeah. Stadium. Um woke up in the morning, you probably see it on Bobby's um documentary. I had breakfast with, with Bobby, we taught her he takes the piss, you know, takes the mick out of me and in general, isn't it? Yeah, really? I mean, fine. It was about another breakfast. We get ready for for the game, and um, the manager put on on the coach. He put on a video. Oh, I can't remember what it's from now, but basically, an inspirational video about winning. Doesn't surprise me, parts. Yeah, and it was. You know, for me, I'm watching it. I just wanted to get off the bus straight on the yeah. pit. That's yeah. you know, no warm up, no nothing more. And um, yeah, just enjoyed the occasion. Loved loved the fans, things like that. Big crowd. It's just yeah. another game. It doesn't bother me. It's it was like I said before. I always felt that I'd be in these big moments. Yeah, I wanted to be a part of these big moments, and yeah. um, so I built myself up. I've worked hard to get to that stage, and. Um, you know, before we went out, the manager said, just make sure you don't do any coifs on the edge of the box. That was about it. Because, you know, he knew that it would just be, you know, I played a normal game and, um, you know, we weren't favourites. No. I don't no. think. Um, uh, no, no, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, it was obviously... Was strong. Yeah, strong. yeah, they were strong, weren't they, Preston? They were strong. Um, and I think last time, I think the first time we went in, it was almost a complete reversal, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Crystal Palace were like us, the previous, the following yeah. season, in that yeah. we were... You know, we were the in, and it's always the way in the process, isn't it? The informed team yeah. tends to carry on, and yeah, yeah. We snuck in, didn't we? So we snuck in last day, and then yeah, and then it, obviously the game went to plan. You know, could have been yeah. a couple more, could have been more comfortable, but it's just it was just perfect in in terms of how it went. Um, yeah. And now looking back, sixteen years nearly crazy, isn't it? Um, very proud to be a part of you know club's history and what we achieved yeah definitely and as you said you know we got there and and and, and as i said I, I did did warn you we had uh you know <laughs> we had jim put his picture of yeah. it yeah yeah well, a nice little bar uh, is it a bit of moe looks like and things like that yeah, yeah. oh yeah this, this is from this is actually from the semi-final the fa cup yeah yeah, yeah. aston villa um train uh ground and um, we just beat Middlesbrough 
you had yeah. one on score to get into the final and i weren't even sub <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say that if jimmy was i think he was he, but he might i think shaka played but um <laughs> i weren't even sub but and I'm, not, I'm not even sure ginger was but we were just you know we just got into the fa cup final we were you know Alex Dyer's at the front yeah and um we were enjoying the occasion and yeah we, we had a few drinks then and we had a few drinks on the way back down i think we had a the pfa awards that night as well oh christ it was a sunday and then three days later we had liverpool at home so and i start, i end up starting so um yeah it's fine and, and obviously with, with that obviously you know as you said you know you've you know we got you went up and you know obviously playing in the premier league is obviously every 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 kid's dream and you obviously you managed to play in the premier league which was which is which, you know fantastic and as you said that liverpool game the home game obviously you played, played a few games that season weren't it only a couple um so obviously you said ginge and gabadon came in um as a as a young kid you know just you know when when you're when you obviously the team's gone up and you know pards went in and bought, bought loads of obviously ginge and gabs and stuff like that they're your position do you see them as oh fuck oh fuck i thought it was gonna you know as you know just not not just say west ham but obviously across your career when, when, when someone comes in and your position is they've taken a new person in i think it's um as you as you get older it's yeah. natural for managers to bring in sure. six seven eight players um yeah. every club i've been at it's happened um with this one obviously i just played the, the back end of the season helped help the help the club help the team as long as they're helping me get to the back into the premier league so not job done but one bit done and yeah. then we come back to pre-season still fit from not having a long summer um and the manager said to me and anton the shirts were ours for, for mm. the first game yeah now that changed because when it came to the, the the week of the first game or the day before maybe even it wasn't going to start me it was gabs and Anton, mm. um, which was hard to take because pre-season nothing you know i wasn't i wasn't crap it was just um he'd probably already planned this and that's that's how managers plan they plan for different games and mm. that's fine um then it comes to the day of the game and Thomas is ill. And I remember the management team come out of the office into the dressing room and the fitness coach said, I'm buzzing for you. Like, you deserve it. And he names the team and he puts Christian right back. Yeah. But the, the fitness coach had just come out of the office he thought Gabs was playing right back and it was me and Anton again. Oh, God. So from the office to the name in the team, he, he changed his mind. Um, which again, is fine. I mean, we ended up yeah. beating Blackburn and, you know, the week after, I'm, and then I'm not sad. And so the frustration for me was the fact that I wasn't just, I, I wasn't given a chance, not the fact that he brought in the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a problem with... Um, bringing in Gabs and Ginge because also before he brought them to in, he he wanted to sign my brother. Yeah. Um, and I remember we'd just done the parade. Manager said, well, they want to speak to your brother. So I'm okay, you want to play three at the back? Um, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's competition. I want to, you know, blah, blah. So 
again, I didn't know, but my brother had known he'd known this for a month or whatever before yeah, the yeah. and stuff. So he didn't want to tell me, but he'd agreed to go to Palace, and he didn't want to really join West Ham and and um, take my place and put me out the team, blah blah. But it didn't matter in the end because signed Gabs and Ging and um, yeah, up doing it. But from then, you know, I think um, momentum's such a big thing in football, and yeah. I've been a part of teams that have had momentum, gained momentum, and, and maintained it. And we certainly done that as a, as a as a club. And these boys played out their skin, so yeah. I can't complain about that. Um, it's just probably uh, the only not even a problem. It's just you know, I I felt like I did deserve the chance to at least prove a little bit more or play more games, you know? Um, yeah, of course. But when a team's in form, it's hard to change. Yeah, that's the trouble. And obviously it was, and it was such an unusual time because obviously we'd gone back up and, and stuff like that. And as you said, you know, with pods and yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was, it, I, I can totally see that. I can totally see how, you know, it's, it's sort of the conflicting, isn't it? You like you know that you, you think you deserve a, t- a chance, and then Pards is like, yeah. But we sort of we we, we get that with Pards though. I've sort of asked, I've interviewed a lot of people around that time of Alan, and he's his own person, isn't he, Mister oh, Pardew? For sure. And and listen, this is why um, this is why he's a manager. And yeah. Yeah. This is what um, managers are paid to do. They they make decisions, hard decisions or not. Whether that was for him, I'm not sure don't know um but it worked so yeah. one thing I, I can't argue about is that he made that decision and it worked for the team and the club so yeah. i can't argue with that yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense but uh, all, all in all when you look back at your career retrospectively you know and you look at your time at west ham obviously the fact that you, you know you're always going to be synonymous with that promotional season must be a big sort of little badge of honour, you know what I mean? Because you'll always be part of that team that, that got us back into the Premier League in, in a time which, you know, we yeah, it was it was it was a turbulent before, it was a bit turbulent, you know, off the Red Nap era was a bit turbulent. Pards era gave us some solidity for a period of time and and it was a really important time in modern West Ham history, I think. Mm. Um and that's why I was really keen to get you on because I just thought, yeah, we've had Anton, but I think you and Anton, you you two together solidified that comeback for West Ham. Yeah. And um, and I was talking to some guys. Oh, I've got Elliot tomorrow. He's oh, do you know what? He was so fucking hard done by that boy. You know, I felt you know, some of the old boys are there. Like, yeah. And I think everyone everyone knew that because of the effort you made and that sort of that central partnership, which was key to us getting promoted. Um, yeah. yeah, we thought we were. Yeah, we definitely all thought you were hard done by man. That's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Right. So so obviously we it's called my Amazon Eleven the show. So the idea is everyone we get on the on the channel. Um, oh gives their their 11 so basically if you had to pick an 11 of the players you were you were around you're playing with not just not even even just the first team but obviously reserve teams and mm. and training you obviously you play with some great players you know from the age of 15 really onwards you can pick any of them um yeah. who would you pick basically and we you know you can pick whatever formation you want doesn't matter you know i'm i'm, I'm getting a bit soft in my old age but um yeah. it's uh that's what we try and do it's quite fun everyone loves it and as i said everyone we've had um Apart from, and I'm thinking about your era. Apart from, apart from Nigel, yeah, he didn't, he didn't pick one, but yeah, that's Nigel. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Let's go. Let's start in goal. So who will be in goal for the Ward West Ham eleven? I I mean, I loved Shaka. He was such a good goalie, great guy. We got on so well. Um but I can't have two goalies, so it's gonna have to be Jimmy. Yeah, oh, you have to put Jimmy. Um, because we were we were roommates. Um oh, was it? Ficus Thieves. Um <laughs> And also, we got in the team roughly the same time. Yeah, yeah, it would have been, yeah. So, you know, he'd, he'd come in that season thinking he was probably going to be number one and it didn't work out until roughly I got in the team. So yeah. we had a, a great relationship. So it was, um, yeah, I'd have to go with him. You know, he's he's got, he had a book, size wasn't, sizes and everything. And um, yeah. he's definitely right. He, he wasn't shy to come for crosses and, Great shot stopper, and yeah, I, I'd go for him because of and that. Famously, obviously, the playoff final wasn't it as well? When you know he gets studied, and then oh, poor Stephen comes on. It's like, it's like yeah, I mean, you know, I told Jimmy stay on your line. You know what I mean? Let, let us do it. Let <laughs> us do it. Um, and then Steve comes on. You know, they had a free kick, heart in your mouth moment. Oh, it was. And, you know, he, he he dives on the ball, and and um, we still had probably another. 20 minutes extra time um, because yeah. of Jimmy. So, yeah, no, uh, there's been some great goalies over the years. Jamo was there, Craig Forrest was there, obviously Bywater. Yeah. Loads of lads, but um, with Jimmy, yeah. Good old Jimmy. Yeah. Friend of the channel. Anyway, it's good. He'll, he'll like that. Um, right. Okay. Let's let's go into defence. And also, you can pick yourself out. You know, get those appearances yeah, back up. Yeah. You're more than welcome to. I have to be in the team. Um <laughs> I can put me in it, and I'll, I'll have to put myself back in. So, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Chris Powell, left back. Or left. Uh, I don't know, how am I going to go right? Yeah, left back, Chris Powell. Chris Powell, that's a great um, show. Again, he was what am I now? Fifty. Yeah, he was thirty-four in the playoff final. Um, so he came in the team again. I think he came in January. Mm. We got in a team and played together. So he was. I played next to him, um, and I can only. I, I think there's only one time I saw him got beat one v one, and that was Leeds away against Aaron Lennon, um, which is not a shame. No. And he was incredible one v one defender, incredible, yeah. um, and helped me a lot. A great experience next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we walked out together in the playoff final, and. I turned, to, I turned to my left or right. I think Bobby was on one side, Pauli on the other. National anthem, and he's he's crying because he thinks this is his last big game. You know, yeah. he's going to be involved in. Um, but no, we we got him England caps after that, so he was uh, he we won the last big game. <laughs> cry for you, idiot! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so Pauli has to be there. He's, he's still yeah, someone I speak to um, regularly. So yeah, he's he was a great guy to next to me. Top bloke he was Chris Powell. Um, yeah. Okay, well, Pally a uh, left left back. Who's gonna who's gonna whatever formation we would do? Who's gonna be next in Yeah, I'll go, I'll put myself in. Uh it's easily done. Um, yeah. I'll go in Anton just for the period of, of, of this. Um this is the kind of team I was in. So Anton obviously I'd known since I was fourteen and yeah. We grew um we grew and grew together the more we played. Um and I think probably the best spell we had together was the first in. It wasn't. It wasn't youth team. It 
probably wasn't even a reserves because one game I play left back, he played right back. Um, <laughs> Ipswich away, yeah, because we had like Brini and stuff like that playing. So, um, God, dear, yeah, so there's a lot of players, you know, we've learned from a lot of, lot of, good yeah. but um, yeah, we, we, we definitely came good when we needed to, yeah, to you vibe, yeah, definitely. You and uh, nice, right back. Who's going to be on the other side then? Of power, you want, Glenn Johnson, Glenn Johnson, Glenn um, Johnson, good old Glenn. He again, so when I joined the club, he was there, he was unbelievable athlete. Um, totally dictated training all the time, totally dictated it. Um, <laughs> just because of his energy, his quality. Um, and the season he left, no, sorry, the season he got in the team, we we started centre back together, Arsenal away in the youth team, and then he he just goes strength to strength, gets in the first team, and all of a sudden he's a Chelsea player, full international, and no surprise at all. He he was just technically very good, and um, a modern day fullback. And he had everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. too right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If anything, a little bit before his time, I'd say. Obviously, now he'd be a shooting. He'd be, yeah. This is the thing. So he was probably the start of it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was definitely ahead of the game in terms of how he played. He was so attacking. Um, he could have played anywhere, really. But, you know, coming from that deep position, he'd definitely get the team out of the pitch and, and scored some good goals. So. Sure. All right, we'll put Glenn in. There we go. All right, that's that's is that yeah, that's your defence sorted, right? Okay, uh, midfield. Let's move into midfield then. A little. Who are we gonna have, man? So this one just didn't play with him in the first team, but we ended up um, running partners in pre-season. Then we played a lot of reserve games together. But uh, Rob Lee, Rob Lee, for a short period, and Indeed. he was. It's a strange one for me. Um, when he was in the first team, I don't think they lost when he played. But I just don't think the manager took to him so well for some reason. But he was incredible on the ball. Um, and you could tell he was the top, top, top player before yeah. he joined West Ham. You know, mm-hmm. um, technically so good. He could score really good goals. And um, just a really clever player. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Again, Again, you learn from his experiences. So um, I'd have to put him in alongside uh, Hayden Mullins. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm going with a, quite a technical midfield. This is the team I want to be in. <laughs> Very technical. <laughs> also, yeah, we've, we've, I mean, it, it, it's funny, actually, because like we, we interviewed, obviously, we interviewed loads of different players from different eras. And every era has a Hayden Mullins. Yeah. It's something I've realised, because actually... Hayden re- rarely gets picked by people. Rarely yeah. gets picked. But you, Anton, Chadders, anyone is in that era has picked Hayden Mullins in their team because of what he does. Same as sort of the mid nineties, uh, Keno, Martin Allen, all picked Pete Butler. In yeah. the eighties, it's Jeff Pike. Uh, now it's you know, so it, it's it's that sort of he does he he was integral. That's the whole thing around that sort of FA Cup run. Yeah, they had that fight, and Louis Garcia. They both got. It yeah. was more of a fucker for us that that Hayden Mullins were playing than fucking Garcia because he was yeah. so integral. I think yeah, you're right, but 
I mean, on the flip side of that, Cole Fletcher started, and I feel I yeah, thought he was, he was man of the match for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was brilliant in the FA Cup final, and um, but for for me, Hayden was just some of the best players of teams I played against. You got all the best players around them, but you got you you've got your James Milners, you have got your Bar- uh, Gareth Barrys, you have got Jordan Henderson. Yeah, without them players. The better technical players who win you the games, they, they can't, they can't do their job as yeah. well. Yeah, you've got all them, you got all them players putting out fires, keeping it simple. Um, so for me, Hayden was just perfect, perfect, and he got better and better as the team did as well. Um, yeah, of course. So he'd have to go there. I'm gonna go with Yossi Benayou on. Yossi. The, uh, where am I going to put him? Trying to trying to think of players now. Yes, <laughs> is going to go on the right. Yeah. Um. Great player, great guy, unbelievable yeah. guy. Um. He came to the club five million pound, and we were like, "Who's this guy?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was he looks like a, he's a bag of bones, isn't he? he? He looks like a bag of bones. He is a bag of bones. He um, he was he weren't great in training. Yeah, pre-season we were like, just spent five million pound on him. He's you know <laughs> he's not he's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. And then the game started, and he was just out of this world. He was, it was like, yeah, it's time now for me to shine. Yeah, and he just grew and grew and grew. Um became such an important player in the team and it was that bit of flair that the, yeah. the team probably needed um yeah if teddy didn't play you know dropping in those holes or whatever you know yossi yeah. would just drift a lot around the pitch and um he'd become a, a big player and obviously went on to play some bigger clubs and made made some good money for the club and but again great guy and um very very good player very good player yeah, he was all right, Yoshi's in. Okay. All right. <laughs> sure. I don't know if I go with him lopsided. I might have to go three strikers instead. Yoshi on behind. Uh, Bobby, big, big player for the, yeah. the team that I was in. And then moving forward, he was um, just a funny guy. Man. He, he just used to crack me up every time and Every time I walked in a room, he just battered the size of my head. Um, <laughs> and, um, again, someone who could score great goals with his right and left in training. Yeah. Banter was just through the roof. And again, wasn't favoured um, until that late run in the team and scored them very, very important goals. And then, and then they started to really value him um, yeah. as a player. And again, he got better and better in the, in the Premier League, and he was just um, a good guy. And I, I, he's just turned forty. I didn't again. I didn't realize at the time how young our squad was. Yeah, yeah. I was I was a youngster, so I just thought I'm the young one. Me and Anton are the young ones, you know. We, along with Chris Cohen and Mark Noble, um, we were the young ones. But actually, Bobby was 24. Bobby Marlon yeah. as well. Hayden was 25, maybe. Um, Fletch, all these players are young. Nigel, um, 
So as a squad, we were young. But Bobby was just a natural goal scorer and yeah. um, really important for us, really important for us. Yeah. And, and I mean, everywhere he's gone, he's scored, isn't he? I mean, he's, yeah. I, was, I, was talk, I was talking to someone the other day about him and he was saying that obviously he scored the goal, the Preston goal. He scored it for QPR in the playoffs as well. So he's like, he's, you know, his goals to pounds ratio. Um, he's got a 300 million pound probably. Yeah. He's scored. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah. He's mental. But uh, he's, yeah, top, top lad. And as you said, yeah, it was, it was a really young, a really young team. Mm. And that's why I think it was great that you had these sort of elder statesmen like Teddy's and things like that, just to, just, and Rob and people like that, just to sort of give yeah. a bit of maturity to the team as well. Me, yeah. I think, um, it just it just helped us. I mean, and also it, the age didn't actually come into it. I think that's probably why we didn't realise we were just a group, a good group yeah. of lads who um, trained hard together, played hard together, and celebrated together. Um, we definitely done that, and I mean that that definitely helped us move forward. So yeah, Bobby was you know one of the main men towards the end of the season for that. It was great, definitely. Um, definitely. I'll go with, uh, I didn't actually play first team with him, but more reserves and youth teams, Jermaine Defoe. Um, yeah. Just a natural, natural, I say Bobby was naturally bow-footed. Yeah. Jermaine's a proper natural finisher. Um, scores all, all all types of goals. I end up playing in a, a, youth cup, a youth game with him. I'll get thrown up front and then... Um, it was like Kraut and Defoe at one point. And, you know, he, he was just in, he was an incredible finisher. Um, and he's still going. He's still scoring goals. Yeah. He'll never lose that touch. It's um, uh, And what he's done for England as well. He's scored so many goals in big tournaments. He's just a player that, for, for West Ham, Ian Wright came later on in his career, but it was the closest to Ian Wright you probably get. Good um, shout, great shout, yeah. We get them anymore. So, no. for me, he was just a, a really good goal scorer who just, you knew, as soon as we signed him, him and Leon Britton, you just knew they were going to be great players. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, the whole Defoe, that sort of strike, fox in the box, you know, predatory striker, you don't get that in the game anymore now. Not quite, no. forward, isn't it? It's like even like Danny Ings used to be a bit like that, but now he's more of a like a forward now. And yeah, there's still something to say about someone, Jermaine. He said that's why he can get that's probably why he's still banging him in for Rangers because because yeah. <laughs> he's so, new, yeah, so yeah. unique now, very sharp as well. Yeah, very sharp. um, so he, he's just, yeah, what he's done in the game is just, um, you know, a testament to him. He's Definitely proven his worth, and um, like you say, he's still scoring important goals and probably going to win a league this year. So, oh, yeah, oh, I know that, yeah, that his first one, maybe. I, I think, up in my head, yeah, yeah, so, uh, first of everything, and at, at the age of 38, maybe easy. I think, yeah, 38, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stephen Gerrard, see. He's always, he always doesn't matter where, where, where he scores in the 2006 FA Cup final or where he's, you know, manager of Rangers, he always comes up in conversation, doesn't he? Yeah, he's about to come off the cramp and then he's, he pulls out that worldie. So, um, anyway, anyway don't talk about that anymore. Nah, no, nah, he's <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So, we've got Bob, we've got Z. There's one more, one more spot, I think, you know. Oh, man. So I'm torn. I might have to go to a four-three-three. 
Or four, 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 four diamonds. I might have to do four diamond two. There's my top two. I think, or oh, I'll go to Teddy, but then I've got Yossi. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, I think because of the influence in that okay. season. Yeah. In that season, for me personally, you know. Of course. Um, he's someone I did go to talk to um, about not going on loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About proving my worth. Yeah. Um, I believed in myself. He, you know, he backed me to go tell the manager. Mm. In the and, right that, and for that, for that, to have someone like Teddy's, like with the career he's had, to say, you know, to to backing you up, that must have thought, right? I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not an idiot here. It's, you know, yeah. for him to say it, yeah, I, I respect this man, yeah. respect his opinion. He must have sort of said, okay, well, I'm alright. I can go and talk to Pards and tell him now. So, yeah, I think it was. Um, I knew the answer. Yeah, of course. Just um, sometimes you need that little bit of reassurance, probably. I think yeah. someone in the squad or whatever. And Don Hutchinson, it's another one. He was from a young age. Great shout. We were injured together. Mm. Uh, he done his knee. I done my back. So we spent so much time in rehabbing together. Um, so he, he could have been an extra midfielder instead of Teddy. But so I had these players to bounce off. Um yeah. You know, Dom was big in terms of when I was in the team, he made sure the manager knew my worth as well. Yeah. Um, the fact that he had two 20-year-olds in the heart of defence, yeah. you know, doesn't really happen, um, yeah. especially late on in that season, getting to where we were. Um, and I think we played Sunderland and there was murmurings of maybe one of us shouldn't play. But the manager backed us, um, and it worked. But so Don was mass, massive for me. Still speak to him. Um, <clears throat> but like I said, Teddy, at the grand age of 38, 9, 39, whatever he was, um, a great player, always found space in, in, in training and games in the Premier League, still scoring goals. Um, so for and he didn't just do it on the pitch. He done it in the gym. So again, you see someone who's won everything, yeah. working that hard still, um, because he he loves football. That's his. That's in his DNA. That's his mentality. So you learn a lot from that. And for me, he definitely helped me. Then he helped with the season after, even when I went on loan or ended up um, being bought by Coventry. Mm. Um, you know. He, so the manager tells me, look, I want a million pounds for you. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. I tell Teddy, he's like, oh, that's a lot of money. Because it was. <laughs> Back then, it was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, He's like, you know, you've, you've only just gotten in the team, but well, you've played, haven't played that many games. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he's told me a million pounds, I can go. It's... um. So he was always honest. So that's great. And uh, and I knew, you know, a million pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. And ended up Coventry paid it. Um, yeah. Hindsight, probably, going back to before, I, sh- I would have stayed, should have stayed. Yeah. That's the only thing I thought I could have, especially nowadays with younger players, I think it's easier to stick around. Yep. Um, play your 23s, mm. or whatever. Um, 
So I, I could have stuck around six months probably to a year before moving on, but I'd played and then not played, gone on loan again, and I, I wanted to play. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, Teddy helped me with that. And um, again, he was just an incredible player for the team. And such an important squad player in the end as well. Um, and yeah, just funny enough, I'd just been playing not long ago with his son. So I played with his, you know, Teddy 16 years ago, and then I'm playing with his, his boy <laughs> in the same team, which is mental for me. So it's, um, yeah, he was a great, great player. Uh, he had a great career and, and a good influence on me. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he he does seem to come across as a yeah. I think he was he was a it's certain times a sort of slight certain sliding doors moments, and I think Teddy Sheringham signing for us at that time was mm. the right signing. So at the moment, obviously, this will go out. This will probably go out on Sunday. So hopefully, we'd have probably I think we announced the signing of Jesse Lingard yeah. by then. And so I think that's going to not not say Teddy Sheringham, but you know sometimes the signing happens at a right time. Yeah. I think that Teddy was was the right signing at the right time for the club and. His his influence, I don't think is it should, is, I don't think it's it's downplayed a little bit. I think because mm. the influence he had on you, not just the fact that he was top goal scorer that season, despite being thirty, yeah, twenty two yeah. goals, something ridiculous like that, scoring in the Premier League. Um, the influence he had on that team, which was a relatively young team, she said, you know, just a little yeah. bit, of, just a little bit of some of the bounce ideas off. I think it was absolutely critical, but. Um, Oh man, it's been it's been a pleasure. I, I've taken more more time than I promised I would. But anyway, okay. I've really really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. It's been lovely. No, really brilliant. Uh, appreciate it. Sorry, it's taken so long. Um, Any time, it's been um, it's been great, and hopefully the club get Jesse Lingard in, and um, they continue to carry on the way they are. I think. I hope so. I That's hope so. For our, for our sakes, more than our sanity, more than anything else. Yeah, but, um, obviously, good. thank you to everyone for watching um, or listening. Um, if you've done, give it a like, give it a share, whatever. Um, yeah, if you want, it's up to you, man. Um, but anyway, for myself and for Elliot, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come in your irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.